Hello and welcome to the Pod Bible Podcast, episode number 118. My name is Adam. Uh, I'm the editor of Pod Bible Magazine and also your host for the Pod Bible Podcast, the podcast podcast where podcasters talk to podcasters about podcasts and podcasting. Uh, I haven't used the tagline for ages. I remembered it. I'm pleased with myself. Um, today's episode is slightly different. Uh, regular listeners will know that usually we have a podcaster talking about their show, and then we talk to two others uh, who give us recommendations of what they've been listening to. Today, however, we've been speaking to so many great people. There's loads of great podcasts that need to get discussed. So we are just going to be speaking to three sets of podcasters about their shows. No recommendations necessary, just straight from the horse's mouth. Why is their podcast good and why you should be listening? Um, and also, Stu Whiffin has been a busy boy. Stu Whiffin, co-founder of Pod Bible and also a great podcaster in his own right. Host of Off the Beaten Track, the MMA Fan Podcast, so many other shows. It's mad. But he has been having some lovely conversations with some pretty well-known people, actually, about their shows. So we thought we'd stick them all together on this special episode. And we're going to kick things off with the wonderful Joss Stone, who has been producing their podcast for quite a while now with some amazing guests. Uh, we're going to hear all about it as Joss Stone speaks to Stu Whiffin about A Cup of Happy. Okay, Josh Stone, tell me all about your podcast, please. Okay, so we started it because we wanted to just help people feel happy and I don't really know how. So I thought I will ask everyone that does know how. So the guests, they range from, well, starting with like illusionist Darren Brown, who yeah. knows how to manipulate people's minds um, and has written a book called Happy. And then going to sex therapist, Laura Berman. Any therapist is great to have yeah. on, my goodness. They know so much. How do you deal with that, though? When they're, like, when they're getting their therapy head on, are you thinking, I'm going to be really careful what I say here? Are they, like, are they, <laughs> yeah. are they digging deep in my brain here? <laughs> Sometimes I'm really like, I have to stop myself from just talking about me. <laughs> like, what are you doing, Joss? Stop it. I'm like, oh, well, let me tell you the story. And this happened to me that time. Uh, no, it's... I have to really quell that because the listeners don't want to hear all that. They want to hear about something that's more general so they can actually take something from it. Yeah. So every now and then I pop in my little stories, but really it's about asking the guests questions because they have so much knowledge, so much wisdom. I mean, there was one guy, he was the CEO of the Institute of Happiness in Denmark. What an interesting job. What an interesting place. What's the Institute of Happiness? The Institute of Happiness, yeah. It's his office, I imagine. I imagine it's an office. That's a theme park <laughs> a, that I want to go to. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> it sounds amazing, doesn't it? But so they advise the government on how to make the right decisions for their people. Wow. Isn't that great? We all need this. Yeah. We need this in every country. I just think, yeah, it is a very interesting podcast. I mean, the last guy I spoke to, he... He was taking on, his name is Robert Waldinger, and he was taking on a study, the longest study on people ever. So he was like the eighth or ninth person to take it on. Over 70, 80 years, they had, I think, 100 blokes from Boston, and they had interviewed them their entire lives and their families. And they were trying to figure out, right, what makes people happiest? And what came out was, amongst other things, was the quality of your relationships with people is like right up there. It's not money or um, what house you live in or even where you live or if you're hot or cold or what you eat or how healthy you are. It's about your relationships and the quality of them. So I thought that was quite interesting. There's loads of little tidbits. I love it. 
And so we obviously know Josh Stone as superstar singer. How, how, did, how did podcasting enter into the world? How did that happen for you? Well, I just thought all my gigs have gone um, because no one would let us come together, yeah. which is a really annoying thing. Um, and that was my tool to kind of help people feel good. I feel like that's my job. So I wanted to continue doing my job. I just needed a different tool. So that's why we started that. And how did how did you find that like you know during the sort of the the, the lockdown of, of of interviewing people, but doing what you do and, and what we know you for doing, like you must be so used to being the interviewee and not the interviewer. Yeah. Like, yeah, how was that initially? Oh, that's so true. So I learned how to do it, and it is a learnt skill. It's actually kind of difficult because you've got to keep thinking while someone's talking. <laughs> So um, you, you can't just like go into it like you're sat outside having a cup of tea with someone. You've got to think, right. You're giving podcasters too much credit there. If you could see into my head now, if it's one of them little monkeys <laughs> with symbols just clapping, that's all that's going on. <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> so I started doing this, um, the world tour like six, seven years ago. And the point of it was to play every country in the world, just one gig. And then we added to that two more jobs. One was to collaborate with someone from that country in their language, in their style, which was just my selfish way of enjoying their music. And the other one was to visit good people doing good things. So that took us to charities. And that meant that I had to become the interviewer. And at first, for the first, I would say six months, I was like, oh, I'm not very good at this at all. Like I was talking over people, which I still do, but much, much less. And I, I didn't really know how to prep for it, but I learned. And then I thought, well, I've done that now. I'll, I'll do a podcast, use my new skill. One of the things looking through the back catalogue uh, of the podcast is you mentioned a few guests there. I mean, there's some incredibly amazing guests in that back catalogue. I mean, what I'll say is, I'm going to ask you this, Josh. So if you had to, uh, a new listener's listening to this now and he's going to go and check out the podcast, would you say, yeah. just go at the very beginning and listen to them all, or would yeah. you say, do you know what? If you're going to give it one spin, listen yeah. to this episode, because I felt with this episode, I really captured everything I wanted to do with a podcast. Is there a one? I know it's like picking your favourite child. Oh, it's so right? hard, isn't it? <laughs> but is there yeah. one where you, when it finishes, you just thought, oh, do you know what? That was exactly what I wanted from the, the podcast. Yeah. Do you know what? Because everyone is so different and everybody finds happiness in different ways, it's like impossible to say. That's why it's important to have a plethora of different people. Yeah. So yeah, for me, I've got my favorites, my favorite chats. Yeah. So one of my favorite chats was with Joe Frost, the super nanny. Yeah. And of course it's one of my favorite chats yeah. because she's an awesome girl. It's girls chatting together. And also I was pregnant when I was talking to her, just about to have a little one, you know, so it really worked for me. Mm. And then there was another lady, a sex therapist called Laura Berman that I loved talking. I just thought she was like my soul sister. Yeah. But that's for me, I loved. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's there's people that really enjoy data. And that's where Robert Waldinger comes in with that long, yeah. that long study that he's been part of. Um, and then there's there's like clairvoyance and um, oh God, we had um Yuri Geller on the other day. Oh really? Yeah, we had him. And that's for people that are really into like 
psychic stuff, spirituality, you know, so I would have to get to know the person that I'm talking to. And then I could suggest something. It's almost like a bit of medicine, isn't it? Like which one works for you? (laughs) But are you finding that you're, you're getting medicine from this? Are you finding from having all these chats, all these amazing people that are are talking about, you know, increasing happiness and such, are you finding that, you know, it's, you're drawing from that? Yeah. hundred percent. I'm really getting, I'm probably getting more out of it than everyone else. (laughs) (laughs) I really have to look into the people, you know, and often I don't know who they are beforehand because they're not, I'm deliberately trying not to just choose famous people, just celebrities to get people to listen because, you know, especially musicians, we don't know how to be happy. (laughs) We're a bag of, bag of emotions. You know, our whole job is to just emote. Yeah. It isn't, it isn't to be balanced. Yeah. No, no, no. That's not what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be kind of extremely feeling this happiness or extremely feeling this sadness um, because that's how you make a good song or paint a great picture or whatever. So to interview people that are just from the music industry is is not a good plan. So I have to interview like psychologists. I would never have known them before. So I look, look them up and try and come up with some interesting questions and not sound so stupid. <laughs> it's very, very difficult, high pressure. <laughs> so Josh, you're someone who's very comfortable on a stage. And so what we're seeing, certainly like hugely in the UK at the moment, um, mm. is podcasters taking their podcast to the stage. Is that something oh, really? you'd be interested to do in the future? Oh my gosh. Wow. That kind of, doesn't that defeat the purpose of the podcast? I like the idea. Yeah. I mean, I'll give it a go, but that's more of a TV show. I kind of guess so. Are they, do you know what I mean? A lot of them record them and then put them out as a podcast as well. Well, it's kind of nice. It's like the Opry, you know, down the road, there's this, um, there's this venue, there's two venues here in Tennessee that people love. One's the Ryman and the other one is the Opry. Right. And the Opry, every Saturday is live for the last 100 years or something like that. They've never missed a gig. And it's like, you know, when you go to a gig, you feel, especially if it's a small one, you feel like this is just for you. Yeah. This is a very special moment. That's just a personal kind of like back and forth with the person on stage. Yeah. But you can share that with millions of people if you want now. Yeah. You know, so yeah, it is different. I remember doing radio shows and going in my pajamas and not giving a shit about whether I had makeup on. And now everything's bloody filmed, you know? So you got to brush your hair, put some lippy on. It's like a different world. So, yeah, no, why not chuck a podcast on stage? There you, you might go. as well. There you, you know? go. Um, Money, isn't it? And so moving forward and, and looking ahead, what, what plans have you got with a podcast? Well, I'm just going to keep going as long, as long as people like it, really. Yeah. And when they start saying, oh, my God, this is the worst podcast in the world, I'll be like, okay, I'll do something else. Have you got a bucket list of guests that you'd like on that you haven't had on yet? Yes, there is. I would like to have Joe Rogan on because he's interviewed so many interesting people purely for his podcast and he's quite funny. Yeah. Um, But I would love to have Jordan Peterson on. Oh, that'd be an interesting one. Wouldn't it be good? Mm. I don't think I've got enough people from like a harsher perspective. And, you know, I really like that he is not concerned about offending people. He just says what he knows or thinks and feels to be true. And he's super intelligent and um, he's got a lot of data to back it up. I enjoy that. Yeah. But I know he's so controversial, but that's only because everyone's all super sensitive. Yeah. And that is something on our podcast. Of course, our podcast is called A Cup of Happy. Yeah. We want everyone to feel happy and thought about. However, 
that doesn't work for everyone. Yeah. You know, for me, I sometimes need a, but I need a, more of a straight talk. Yeah. And um, we need more of that on our podcast for sure. And in fact, I realized we needed it. So I called my dad. I was like, dad, I need balance. Can you come on my podcast, please? You got your dad on. Amazing. <laughs> I got him on. And he was like, I don't know. I have no idea. We need to edit that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, you can do whatever the fuck you like. I'm like, okay. Oh my God, dad, I love you. This is going to be hilarious. You know, so I think people will get something out of having a bit of both. You need Absolutely. soft to I've had both throughout my life and it's, it's helped me balance. a lot. It's all about balance. Yeah. Totally. Uh, Joss, if people want to check the podcast out, I take it they can get it wherever they get their podcast, right? Correct. Yes. Oh, if you know where to get a podcast, you'll know where to find this one. A cup of happy. Lovely. Joss, thank you so much. All right. Thank you, darling. Thank you so much, Stu. Thank you so much, Joss. All right, straight back to Stu, uh, who is now going to be speaking to the golfer, Andrew Johnston, a.k.a. Beef Johnston, a.k.a. Beef, Beefy Boy, uh, the Beefster. I made those last two up, although I wouldn't be surprised. Um, here is Andrew Beef Johnston speaking to Stu all about Beef's Golf Club. Okay, Andrew Beef Johnston, tell me all about your new podcast, please. Basically, I've teamed up with John Robbins, the comic John Robbins, to build the greatest golf club ever through a podcast. It's called Beef Golf Club. And every episode, we just basically have fun and talk about all different varieties of topics in every episode. So one topic, might the first one that's just come out is um, opening tee shots. So we talk about some of my experience opening tee shots. And we've had a nice social media reaction of, other people's funny t-shirts, good t-shirts, bad t-shirts and all sorts. And it's just a way of bringing golf together. Yeah. And am I right in saying that the first episode come out this week and raced up the charts, right? It's gone mental. I mean, I, I can't believe it. Like, uh, I was I was actually hitting a few golf balls yesterday. It come out uh, yesterday and I was hitting a few golf balls and I got a message of one of the guys saying it's sort of like eight in the sport charts. And I was like, what? And like, I, I had no idea. And yeah, to be honest, I'm stunned. I'm stunned, to be honest. Well, I'm loving that you've actually got it together because the last time we were in a room together was at your golf club with your friends recording an episode of the Hardcore Listing podcast where he's all drunk copious amounts of booze and talk golf stories that were absolute madness. So I can't even park that up got in a professional comedian and you're doing it properly yeah i mean <laughs> yeah i mean that night was so good to be honest that was so good <laughs> i still talk about it with my friends <laughs> now and it got it got so out of hand <laughs> <laughs> love it love it so Tell me a little bit about how the actual sort of concept for it come about. Did you reach out to John or did you reach out to a production company or how, how did it happen? Crowd Network reached out to me and said, we want to start a golf podcast and we thought you'd be the person to come to. So I, was, I said, okay. He was like, look, let's set, let, let's set up a chat and see if we could bump some heads and any ideas and see how you feel about it. And I, I sort of left the call going, I really want to start a podcast. How do you do a golf podcast? I was a bit sort of, how do you do this? What? And I, I had a little think, and then they come out with an idea of of building the whole golf club and all the different aspects, and um, said, "Would you know anyone uh, who you would like to have as a co-host?" And I was like, 
to be honest, off the top of my head, I was like, I'm not too sure here. And then they said, how about how about John Robbins? And I was like, look, I love comedy. I'm a massive fan of comedy. I love comics. I think they're absolutely amazing at what they do. And I said, yeah, let's let's have a chat. And we chatted for probably about half an hour. John had me in stitches and I was like, well, that's it then. Wow. Yeah. And he's he's brilliant. I mean, yeah, he, he's just brilliant. He's so funny, man. <laughs> and aside from John... Like, as things start to sort of progress in the podcast, will it be guests? Yes. Yeah, we've uh, recorded a few with guests, I guess. I don't know if I should give it away or not. I have no idea. I'll let them decide. So we've had we've had Tom Davis on. Oh, amazing. He loves he loves a drop of golf, doesn't he, Tom? He's recently, yeah, I've noticed he recently started playing and he played at a pro-am up in Scotland for the Women's Open or Scottish Open. You know, we want a big variety of people. People you wouldn't necessarily think play golf, enjoy golf, and from all different walks of life. And that's the idea is to make it broad and inclusive to everyone. That's the idea. When I start thinking about guests, you don't want just golfers on there. Yeah, you want people from all walks of life. And I think that's hopefully where we can take it. And do, do you think like the kind of balance of personality and conversation? Because I've obviously sat and recorded with you, you know, a few times previously, Beef. And like, you know, uh, there's a reason that production companies have, have reached out to you. It's because, you know, you've, you've got a great personality, you're very engaging, and, and the same with John. So do you think that that means that the podcast will be of interest to people far wider than the golfing community? Yeah, I just think it's a nice, fun listen. That's Yeah. And everything... I guess I want to make is something that's nice where you can sit and tune in and, and enjoy and listen to it and potentially listen to the podcast, but get into golf. Even if you don't like golf, they're fun stories. And it's not all about specifics all the time. You know, it's about what happens yeah, in yeah, the clubhouses, yeah. what happens in the world of golf. It's not just sort of rabbit hole down to playing golf, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so in regards to the recording, I take it you don't do this one over like 15 pints in the golf club. Like, uh, where, where do you record this one? Is it done remotely or do you just meet up in the studio? How's it done? We had to do it remotely because I've been injured this year, so I haven't played. But the idea is getting back for dates will be a nightmare if, if John's touring and I'm away playing golf. Yeah. Uh, so we were like, look, the best thing to do is do it remotely because then I can take it anywhere and we can record the episodes anywhere we are in the world. And that's, that's the only way it would have worked. Yeah, wonderful. Um, and moving things forward, uh, what's the sort of plans for it? I mean, this screams that it's got to be a live show, right? I'd love to. Yeah, I'd love to take <laughs> it to a live show. I mean, you know, when you start recording and I was, I was trying to explain this to my wife yesterday. If I play golf on Sunday, when the tournament's finished, I know where I finished, right, for that week. Yes, yeah. you can't control how other people play, but you can control how you play in some sort of respects. And you know, if you play well, you're going to finish wherever you're going to finish. Yeah, I was like, you record it. And it's like, I've got no idea. People could just turn around and go, it's shit, mate. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, I said from the beginning, I'd love to take it to a live show and have some fun and meet people and, and do it live. It'd be such a fun experience to go and do and I've seen other guys and other people take it live and it looks so much fun mate yeah absolutely absolutely your 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 friends Tom and Rom have took it live and they're smashing it so in regards to to the podcast it's going to be weekly yes and people can get it wherever they get their podcasts 100% that's it yeah wonderful wonderful beef thanks so much for jumping on today mate 
No, thanks for having me, man. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Beef. Thank you, Stu. All right, finally, we have two guests for this last little section. It's another couple of podcasters talking all about their show. It's two big stars, uh, Spencer Matthews, of course, from uh, Made in Chelsea and various other shows. Uh, we've got Vogue Williams, um, of course, uh, who won an amazing Bear Grylls. Didn't I think Sp- Vogue won a Bear Grylls competition on TV and is a model and does all sorts of great stuff as well. They're a couple. They have kids. And they love to talk about it on their podcast, Spencer and Vogue. And we're going to hear all about it right now. Spencer, Vogue, tell me all about your podcast, please. I almost don't want Spencer to say anything about it because the last time I brought him on anything to promote it, I was like, can you cut that out? What he said. Uh, Our podcast is a kind of mix and match of everything. It's a lot about our week. It's a lot about family life. It's uh, games. There's some games. There's some games. We do love a game. Yeah, we, we chat about listeners. My, yeah, we do a lot of listener emails. We get a lot of content from our listeners as well. My favourite thing on the pod is probably couples cards. I feel like you can get a lot out of that, but we also do a thing called Spending for Your Thoughts where we find the weirdest news stories of the week. Um, well, this is probably what I find most disconcerting. Like, it's a proper insight into our relationship. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like we, we kind of we're often caught kind of off guard with it even though it's obviously scheduled yeah like quite often you know more often than not she can be like a bit of a handful on it so so essentially it's kind of we can bicker but we can also have the best time ever okay, it depends well, well, very is, much depends that is very, complete crap because the only time we've ever let's had not, to let's record, not swear in the interview the only time we've ever <laughs> Odd is because Spenny has gone gone off in a huff because he's not able for the it. Thing, the thing that she not able for it. You're like, not like like I can't do it. I can't I can't have a chat to my wife for forty five minutes in my house. Like do you know what I mean? Like it's complicated. Like the thing that she's referring to is I said I would struggle to understand why listening to two people just talking what's essentially nonsense would be interesting, but. It is, evidently. So kudos to us, I guess. Okay, yeah, cut that out. See what I mean? Cut that out, cut that out. So do you feel like you've learned more about each other through doing the podcast? I think that we, do you know, I think that like we learn a lot about a lot of different things from doing the podcast. I think with each other, it is a nice way to sit down and literally have some time together on our own. And like, it's, about, it's like, it's, it's a date, basically. It's kind of like a date. Like, we really yeah. enjoy it. We wouldn't do it if we didn't enjoy it. And we really enjoy it. And, uh, and it's it's a nice hour to sit and just chat. Should we rename it Time Away From The Kids? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spencer and Vogue show was kind of like, or Spencer and Vogue or whatever it's called, was like, was like a joke initially like right at the very beginning i remember like truth be told i've never listened to a podcast just so you know mm. of anyone's uh, and like at the very beginning we were like, oh, what should we call it and i was fully in like clean co mode and i was just like not sure i really want to do a podcast if i'm honest and then and then like i was just like what if we're gonna do it let's just call it spencer and vogue because that's what it is and but i think we should call it time away from the kids time away from the kids free time so did it come about during lockdown when did it come back? No, you know what? We had done our TV show together and uh, and we'd filmed that and that was kind of full on to do. And we really wanted to work together, but we didn't want to do a reality show. So this is kind of like a much quicker way of doing a reality show. So we don't have to have all the cameras in our house. And we just, we have it for an hour. It's kind of what we want to do, topics that we want to talk about, topics that the listeners send us. And, and it, uh, it wasn't during lockdown, no, because I, I would have to come back from the office for it. And Imo used to be in our house, which I had forgotten. Yeah, our pod producer must have been in our house about 30 times and then Spenny invited her over recently and was like, you must come and see our house. And I was like, she's literally been here. 
Nice. It shows how long we've been doing the pod. We're on season what, 12? I actually don't know. I think we're on season eight or something, all being serious. Like, I, I don't... It's more like, for me, it's really fun. And like, we get to sit down, we have a good laugh. Even if she's in a fowler, we have a good laugh. Uh, and it, and it, and it's kind of... It's- the only person that's ever thrown their toys at the prom is Benny. And I felt so sorry for Imo because I literally have to like, Imo, I'm really sorry, but like, we're not going to be able to pull him back from this. He's gone too far down the hole of, of having a pity party. So we'll leave him go A off. pity party? And like, he goes what, the, what, what the fuck is a pity party? What is a pity party? That's what you have for yourself every so often. No, no like, I, literally, the most positive person you'll ever meet, never have pity parties ever. In fact, I don't even like pity. I have no pity for others. So why would I have pity for myself? You've had a few pity parties. That's all I'm saying. I don't have pity parties. What I used to not like is there used to be a segment in the pod <laughs> that Vogue would like pretty much exclusively reserve for talking about the Kardashians. And I respect the Kardashians, but like, I don't really know anything about them. And I don't watch the show. And the way Vogue like obsesses over them. Kim Kardashian was Vogue's mastermind topic. Like imagine, like imagine that. Now ask me, did, it's, I, get, it's just did, like, I, get, it's did just, I get a question wrong? No, I didn't. I got them all yeah, right. Like, I know I just, everything better. Yeah, but it's just a bit odd. Like, you know, I find it odd. I find it disconcerting knowing so much about somebody who doesn't know Sorry, that's you. Come here, Gigi. Come. That happens sometimes as well. Come, Gigi. Hello, darling. Look at this pig here. Look. Hello. Hang on. Let's say hi to Hey, hello. Gigi, wave. Say hi. Look. Look. Here. Look. How are you doing? She doesn't like your. She doesn't not like impressed. Your no, it's a brickwork. No. I can tell. Unless you're being nice, my friend. <laughs> okay, right. Um, so you mentioned games. Tell me about the games. We have tearjerker, which is we like still have tearjerker. Yeah, tearjerker. We have a really good tearjerker this week. Excellent. Okay, so tearjerker is when we pick we pick like um, a category. So it could be chocolates, and then there's kind of Ferrero Rocher all the way down to like Oreos. And, I mean, that's a really boring example, right? Yeah. But we, you'd, you'd class some kind of god tier all the way down to shit tier god. Um, shit mid. Shit mid, yeah. And, and then, and then but, but you, you do that with more fun stuff like, you know, which children, which which child you prefer, you know, yeah. type thing. <laughs> yeah. Because she's here, we'll say, we, you know, she, she, she's our favourite. Yeah. But you can hear us, so. Essentially, I would agree with what you said, though. I would have Ferrero Rocher in the god tier and Oreos bottom tier all day long. Oh, I do I love not it. like Oreos. No. Oreo. He loves that dairy milk Oreo, and I'm like, yeah. it's so soggy and crap. It's like it's the worst bar that Cadbury's do actually. Look at this thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, so I also want to know about plans with the podcast moving forwards. We're seeing so many podcasts do live shows. Is that something you fancy? I reckon that could be quite fun. I have spoken to Spen about this. Right, I'll be honest. Uh, I spoke to Spen and I said the only way I think about doing a live show. You actually put an effort in and did something because he doesn't do any well, work on the part, well, not one thing. Because it's not work. It just like, shows like, it. like, like, yeah, I'm an entertainer. I turn up and entertain. Like, you know, what? it won't be, wouldn't be real if I scripted it. It would be rubbish. Do you know what I mean? Like, you, so, someone has to be original. There has to be like, it's like back in the. I was about to say good old days, but actually there were rubbish days, the made Chelsea days. Like somebody in the scene has to not know what's going on for it to be authentic. So that's his excuse so, for me so, doing So everything. she knows what's happening. I don't know what's happening. That's how you get your original reaction. But if we did a, if we did a stage show, by the way, I would one hundred percent contribute, mainly because I suspect we'd get properly paid. Do you know what I mean? So that would be. But you would essentially you wouldn't prep though. You would just turn up completely unprepared though. What at the moment? No, no. If you done a live show, you were saying that like uh, you don't want it to be set up. She'd be too worried about censorship and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, 
The amount of stuff that I say that has to get taken out on is pretty palpable, isn't it? There's quite a lot of things. And he's like, why? What's wrong with that? And I literally have to be like, I have to explain. I, I just, like, this is why this can't stand. I speak my mind, I'm an honest person, <laughs> right? So I say things that are honest and, and they're like, you can't say that anymore. And it's like, what? I find it all a bit woke, to be honest. Yeah. I've got a podcast with the BBC. They don't sense me that much. So I'd say they do. I'd say there's a lot of snip goes on there. <laughs> 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 all right so moving forwards what else could people expect for the podcast uh we're doing a bonus episode now so we just started doing a bonus and that comes out once a week as well that's about a 15 minute long episode with lots of different things in it and actually our bonus is probably better than our pod, pod last week that's because it's, it's kind of it's, it's a short stab so the bonus typically is kind of more energetic it's faster you know so yeah i don't know the bonus app is like if we only shot bonus apps it would be even easier than it already is <laughs> no we're gonna keep doing our pod we've got like i like to switch it up every so often so we we used to have more games in it and then i took some of them out and then i put different ones in and i think it's good to um to just change it up a bit so like our listeners don't get bored and so we don't get bored and to be honest with you it really depends on what's happened in the week that depends how our pod will go because there's always something going on in the news that you're like, what? So I spend my whole time just writing things down in my notes to put into the pod. So we're always trying to keep it very interesting. And that's why we decided to do the bonus app as well. So, uh, yeah, lots of exciting things. What do, have you listened to it? What do you think of it? I listened to the second episode and I listened to... The second episode ever? Yeah, I went back because I was trying to find oh, it. That's why I thought it was in lockdown. But I must have been wrong. I looked at the dates and I was like, surely that's lockdown. And I was just wondering how it changed. So do you, t- tell me about the recording process for you. Is it all done at your house? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Record it in the living room. In the living room. Quarter past seven tonight. The kids have gone to bed. Mm-hmm. We get to sit, chill. I have a cup of tea, get my chocolate out, a can of Fanta, and we just... Uh, it's just hideous. Get you know what I mean? <laughs> cup of tea and a can of Fanta. It's just like- I like to have a lot of drinks at one time. So yeah. I'll have like a dilutable drink, a Fanta, and a cup of tea. Bizarre. Seriously. Yeah, no, she does. Yeah, I love to have loads of drinks. On the go at once. If I'm hungover, I could have five drinks in front of me. Five. O- Orange Fanta. Orange Fanta. Fanta Zero. Yeah. Oh, Delicious. No, that's 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 the kind of that's the most kind of burp based drink you can ever have. Can't be good for a podcast. But if you go for the high pour, if you go for the pour like they pour the Moroccan tea, yeah. <laughs> You get a lot of the fizz that fizzles out, and it becomes quite unburpy. This has been an education, it really has. That's great, though. Like, I, I do it in a pint glass. I go for the high pour so that all of the fizz kind of fizzles out. I kind of enjoy the burping. Yeah. It's part of the experience. <laughs> you, 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 get, you get irate when I burp on the pod. You hate it. Yeah, because that's rude in the ear. But you just said you like burping. I don't burp in Emma's ear, though. I wouldn't do it here. Oh, it's not, not, not even here. Burp in Emma's ear. She literally doesn't live anywhere near her. This 100% has been the most nuts pop Bible <laughs> interview I've ever done. It's been an absolute joy. Great. I, I so know how to pour my fans in there. I'm lying on, bed, on, the, on the bed, pretty much naked, by the way. You <laughs> do it in my towel, when, and then you're like, it's recorded. I was like, I, she walked in three minutes before the interview. She was like, I'm just going to have a shower. I was like, we've got a Zoom in three minutes. And she was like, no, 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 like, I do all my Zooms without video. I was like, I've never, I didn't even know that was an option. So, so anyway, you came on, oh, hey, I can't see you. It's like, well, I'm naked, that's why. <laughs> you know it I mean? would have been even better if we'd have just done it the way we were. Should have done it naked. 
then that would have Had guaranteed. I known that, it would have been even better. I would have been naked as well. Just, just turned up. Just could have had a helicopter off. Could have been called the Naked Truth. There you go. Absolutely, absolutely. So people can get the podcast wherever they like to to get their pods from, right? They can, yeah. Everywhere the global uh, part. You can get it on global. You can get it on Spotify. You can yeah. just everywhere. Apple, Apple, yeah, all over the place, all over the shop. Wonderful. Typically. It's- We've spread ourselves everywhere. Typically, it's just in the top 10, so nice and easy to find. Is it? Lovely. That certainly used to be. Is it not anymore? Well, you you let yourself go last week. I let myself go. It's me letting the sign down again. I let let it go. Nonsense. Well, we're we're taggies all in it when it goes out. So anybody that hasn't yet discovered the podcast, we make it nice and easy for them. Spencer, Vogue, honestly, this has been an absolute joy. (laughs) You're a hero. (laughs) Thank you so much. There you go. Spence and Vogue with a little cameo from uh, their little baby. All right. You can see videos with these guys. I think uh, we'll have all three of them up by now. If you head to the Pod Bible website and have a little scroll down, you'll see links to video conversations uh, where we have the whole unedited conversations with Stu that he captured over Zoom. Um, and also on our YouTube, if you type Pod Bible uh, into YouTube, you should find loads of our YouTube chats that we've had with people, our video chats. Of course, with James and Ed from Off Menu, with Kalechi Okafor, with Tom Davis, with uh, who else? All sorts of great people. I'm forgetting them all now. Uh, Rod Gilbert, uh, lots of comedians and presenters and some fantastic podcasters. Joe Wicks. Just go and have a look. It's worth it. A lot of them are, are with me as well. So maybe you're listening and you're like, I don't know what Adam looks like. And right now I need to know. Then that's how you can do it. Go and watch me chat to people on YouTube. Podbiblemag.com is also the place to read loads of original content, interviews, top five lists, podcast recommendations and roundups. Our digital editor, Fran, is doing a fantastic job as always. And if you want to get in touch with us, info at podbiblemag.com. Uh, on Twitter and Podbible, we are at Podbible. We have a weekly newsletter you can sign up to, which just gets better and better. It's like a roundup of the big news in podcasting uh, with also some bonus recommendations and things like that and letting you know what live shows and events are happening. So get involved with all things Podbible. We also have our most recent issue out, of course, with Brett Goldstein from Films To Be Buried With. So you can go and have a read of that at podbiblemag.com or order a copy to your door. Uh, We've just started working on our final issue of the year, which is coming out in December. Very excited about who we've got lined up for the cover of that mag, but I won't tell you. You'll just have to wait and see. Um, But in the meantime, go and read the back catalogue. We've got a huge number, 23 magazines for you to read now at podbiblemag.com. Final thing is to say thank you very much to Buddy Peace, who does all the wonderful editing and mastering, producing and incredible work behind the scenes for this podcast. Uh, And also thank you to Acast, because we are part of the ACAST Creator Network. You know, it's kind of a big deal. We don't like to shout about it too much, but you know, we're part of the Creator Network, guys. All right, that is it. Thank you very much for listening in. We'll be back in a couple of weeks when I expect we will return to the usual format of uh, one guest talking about their show and there's some recommendations after that. Um, but in the meantime, go and listen to Beef's Golf Club, A Cup of Happy, Spencer and Vogue. Enjoy yourselves and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Bye. Bye.